Welcome back to episode 50 of Lay VOTV, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here, I have the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. I kind of like that being the intro, just going straight into welcome back. I kind of messed up a little bit there, a little stutter, but overall pretty good. I'm hoping that after Halloween, Manager will be back. I'm hoping. Because I've said it before, it's really difficult to do these types of shows as a one-person show. Because it's kind of like I'm talking to myself. I know that I know that people are listening to what I'm saying. Or being annoyed by what I say, (laughs) either way. But the, you know, I like the back and forth. It's nice to have conversations. And I like that that was what our show was about. And now it's more a little bit of like, more just my ideals or like what's on my mind at the moment. But I like getting that back and forth. So manager, come back. Come back, please. Um, and with that, let's move on. So, uh, my my other cat is trying to get into the door. So before I got on to, before I started recording, I had all three cats in here. I had crackers. I had Jay, and I had or J Dog as I call him, and then Chirp. And now I have Chirp and J Dog because Crack wanted to leave, and now he's trying to come back in. (sighs) The door is closed. The door is closed. And with that, let's get into the soundtrack of the day. The soundtrack of the day is... It starts with the last song of yesterday, so Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder. Then Beautiful Anyway by Judah in the Lion, Sleepyhead by Passion Pit, Shrine of Democracy by Adam Young, which is interesting because I did a video project for a contest um, a couple years ago that Adam Young was doing, and it was utilizing his music in creating a short film. And I actually used two pieces of music from him and I created a short called To Heaven that is up on YouTube. And uh, yeah, it was really fun to do. So I would say go check out his music. Then we went to Impossible by Shout Out Louds with an S. Along December by The Counting Crows. Out of My Head Dash Summer Mix by Brett Denon. Perfect Planet by Smash Mouth, which I have to say, I, I think that they're underrated. I think everybody knows them from All Star. And if you listen to all their stuff, they have a really cool, unique sound. It's not an everyday kind of band for me, but they're pretty good. Then we go to Friends by Anna of the North. Sinner by Drowning Pool, which is, you know, if the, if Spotify is picking songs that sound alike. This is just an outcast here. However, it's a fun song. Go check it out. Never Tear Us Apart by INXS. 
Up 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 by The Givers, Jacqueline by Circle Waves, Better Together by Fifth Harmony, which is another outlier, and another outlier going next with Brave by Josh Groban, Detonate by Dragonette, One More Sad Song by the All by the All American Rejects, and then ending it off by Andy Grammer titled 85. And this was an interesting set list because when I get towards the end, I usually hope to hear a song that's kind of a close song, one that sounds like a closer. And I got up to I got up to like Josh Groban and I was like, that's pretty inspirational. Let's end there. And then I heard Detonate and by Dragonette and it just made me think, oh, this is kind of cool because it's kind of like a bomb going off, a, you know, uh, kind of a, almost a reset. And then it went to the All American Rejects, and I haven't heard them in so long. It was kind of a fun song. And then it went to Andy Grammer's 85, and I love that song. It's such a fast paced, good message song. And I've seen him live a few times, and he's just a nice, He's he seems like a nice, pure, genuine guy. And. I had to end it off on there, and that way I get to listen to it tomorrow. And that is the set list for today. Over an hour today. So, I'm feeling good. I think, like, when you start working out, you have, like, the period to where it sucks because it's hard and it's new. Then you get into that middle period to where it's doable and you're getting over that initial hump and... I feel I'm past both of those slopes and I'm on, like now I'm going downhill. Like now I'm actually enjoying it. And uh, I mean, I was before and then I had like a little break and now I'm back to that spot to where I really enjoyed taking an hour out of my day and just moving my body a bit. I think it's important. So. Go do that. Go do that. So I guess topic one is... I guess I'll stay kind of with the, the the idea of voting. But that's because when I'm on Spotify, I'm hearing all these gotta go vote ads. And then I go online and I'm seeing all these, you know, either ads before videos or ads on the side that are saying "Ooh, you could make sure that you vote and then you go on to like Netflix and Hulu and then you see it on there too and you never hear the end of it and then I'm also getting these text messages by by these agencies that keep asking me for if they want me to talk or call or reminding me to vote and I'm just wondering where they're getting my number from and I I've heard this from a number of people that they're getting things from places that they've never even heard of and I'm it's one of those things where I'm really wondering like how certain places get information and who is giving it but here's the latest one that I got Hi, hi, blah, blah, blah. I'm Mary, a volunteer with the blah, 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 Democrats, 
supporting Congressman Max Rose's campaign. Early in-person voting is happening now through Sunday, November 1st. You can find early voting poll site and hours here, a website. This race is super important and super close. Will you be voting early in person this year? Question mark. And I've been getting been getting a number of these, a number of these, and I don't. I haven't even been on any like governmental sites. I haven't been on any of these voting sites or like anything that has to do with any of this. So I don't know who or what is transferring data to wherever these places are. And I could just imagine if this is so unorganized and it's just smacking you in the face like over and over and over again i could just imagine how bad it is with all the mail-in ballots like it's that's a lot of things going all out at once and the information is not clear all the time people move around like mail gets lost it's touching many hands it's this is why i think people need to vote and have it in their like know that you're voting and the only way to do that is by voting in person that is the only way that you 100% know that your vote is counted any of these other ways it's you know you mail it or you hand it to your mailman or you hand it to one of those agencies that like collects ballots it's it goes from one hand to the next hand to the next hand to the next hand and you never know if it's actually going to make it so i just want to say whether you're voting for biden whether you're whether you're voting for trump whether you're voting for an independent whether you're voting for you know any any other type of campaign, like not even this presidential campaign, any campaign. I think that it's important to take the time and go do it yourself. It's it's pretty, I mean, besides voting, it's an awesome experience because you get to, you get to be in an area where everybody is kind of taking this serious and you're probably going to find some common like-minded people there and you get to have conversations and you know it it becomes quite the experience and i think that these these alternatives are kind of taking away the special event feeling out of the whole experience so if you haven't voted yet maybe wait and do it in person that's what i would say and let's get into the next topic so I'm going to tell you right now, I did not watch a Disney movie. I actually think I'm going to hold off on Disney movies until after Halloween's up because I'm kind of, I kind of hit my scary movie phase. You know, there comes a certain point, certain years or certain points within the year where I just get the craving to watch certain, certain types of movies and... I finally got the bug to start watching some scary movies, even though they are not my favorite, and I do get scared easily. So, my next two topics will be 
the two scary movies that I watched yesterday, which, do I want to call them scary movies, or like, Halloween movies, or horror movies, they kind of all get blended into one, but I guess we'll start off with the first one that I watched, which was a Hulu <clears throat> exclusive, I guess, and it was called Down, and we watched a trailer to it, and we thought it could be pretty interesting. I pretty much, within the first five minutes, guessed what was going to happen, <laughs> guessed, guessed what the plot was going to be, so in that sense, it doesn't have that much depth to, depth to it, but, you know, anybody who has, like, an idea in their head and they create, you know, they create it, you know, that's a huge accomplishment in itself, so I don't want to take anything away from that, but the main story is that these two people are locked in, locked in an elevator for, like, an extended weekend, and they start learning about each other, and then certain events happen, I don't, I don't really, I don't usually mind telling spoilers, but, uh, I'll just say what I want to say, so, you get these two people, one's a woman, one's a man, and they start having conversations, they've realized that they're going to be in the elevator for a while, and it eventually leads to them being intimate with each other, and then after that, so that's like within the first 10 to 12 hours, you know, they meet, they start chatting, they start flirting, they have sex. And that's within the first, that's not even a day. That's not even a day. And then after that, the guy admits that he doesn't really work where he says he works. He's really the security guy. He's kind of been stalking her. And <clears throat> that's when kind of stuff, you know, like the shit hits the fan. So, so they, basically he kind of trapped themselves in here. He wanted to have a conversation with her. He wanted to meet her and see where things went. Even though he's kind of crazy, he's a little, like he's kind of like a 180 character he has these moments where he's, he seems like the nice guy, and then he goes, and he's the complete opposite. He becomes like a psycho. So, um, <clears throat> uh, I guess without getting into details, like, you know, there's a bunch of things that happen, you know, they become ag aggressive towards each other, all that, uh, certain people get certain pe certain things happen certain people get killed they get out of the elevator and <clears throat> she technically kills him and that was the weird part because it's it's like all of a sudden you know the guy you know became this horrible person and technically killed a couple people and he went from like one extreme to the next extreme which that can happen but the characters were not fleshed out deep enough to make it understandable and then the girl who had every right to be upset but 
you also have to have some personal responsibility. Like, I don't know anybody who meets... Like, to say if you meet somebody, whether... No matter what the circumstance, and within the first, like, ten hours, you're having, like, hot, passionate sex with them. <laughs> like, that's a little bit on you, too. I mean, if you're... If you're choosing to do that, that's a little bit on you, too. But at the end... She has this moment to where she doesn't let justice happen. She basically takes justice into her own hands and she kills the guy. So it's really weird because it's... Like you don't feel gratification towards anybody in the movie. I mean everybody just seemed completely out of their mind and... I don't know if it was satisfactory. It, I would say if you're if you have time and you have Hulu... Go watch it. It's down. And then the next movie we watched. So I'm going to hurry up a little bit. <clears throat> I wanted to watch the original Chucky. Child's Play movie. However. That was not on one of the streaming sites. So instead we watched Child's Play. The 2019 version. Now I haven't seen the original. In a very long time. I remember bits and pieces of it. I will compare them once I see that, but it might take a day or two because I have to find it and I have to watch it. However, this new version, I was interested in seeing it because how they upgraded Chucky was what kind of compelled me to watch it. I've always wondered, like ever since I saw the trailer, I was wondering like, ooh, how is he going to look? Like what, like what are they going to do that's going to make it so different and actually make sense within our world now? And it was interesting. I mean, they have interesting ideas, but I don't think it comes together well. So they kind of make Chucky into this buddy doll. And it's kind of like the Alexa of the movie to where like the buddy doll, and I'm air quoting myself, the buddy doll, it pretty much connects everything from your house and all your devices and can control all that but is also kind of like a personal friend or almost like a family member in your household now the weird thing about this is like okay you have a doll like why are you allowing your doll to control your car your tv your music your you know all that stuff like, why are you allowing a doll to do that? I mean, that was the outrageous stuff. And I mean, there's plenty of more outrageous stuff. But that's the thing that kind of really just didn't make sense to me. Uh, and I... See, I wish I could see the first movie to compare it. Because this movie... When I think of Chucky, I just think of like this character that is just going to go on a rampage just killing things. However, it seemed like he was more specific about who he kills and more specific about who he encounters with, like based off of how people interact with the child that he that he originally friends, like who is his owner. And the killing's just... <sighs> like, I don't... I don't know if they were so-called scary. 
I think this is the problem with the new movies nowadays. It's like, instead of it being scary or the buildup, it's more like gore porn. And that's not what I'm into. Like, you see a guy get his head chopped off, chopped by a lawnmower, and it's just like, okay, that's not scary. It's just nasty, and you put all this work into the visuals and when that happens I'm kind of closing my eyes a little bit because I don't want to see it and then there's another poor guy who basically like falls on a saw and gets his hands burnt and all that ah man it had moments like that and then just when I think it's gonna get good you know he they have this big final showdown in the department store where Chucky first came from and it seemed like it was going to go in a direction that I was going to like so how he can connect with all the devices around him he I was like oh man it's gonna be so cool if he could control all the other dolls like in the store and they kind of went that direction and it happened for like a couple minutes like there's another there's like an updated buddy doll who has like different hair and then there's also a bear doll like a critter doll that he brings to life and these things start attacking people drones start attacking people like all these things start happening and then all of a sudden the the department store is clear to empty and all the other dolls and everything like that stops. And then it just goes to Chucky himself versus the kid and whoever and a couple other people. And it just seemed odd to me. It's like, okay, like what happened to controlling all the other things? This doesn't make sense anymore. Like, why are you going to use it for, like, 10 seconds? Like, 10 seconds, and then, like, when everybody gets... A bunch of people get killed, and then everybody runs out of the store, and then you're going to go back to it just being Chucky by himself? It's very weird. I think if they really thought this through, it could have been amazing. However, especially nowadays, with how high-tech our technology is... It seems cheapy. I, I mean, the only thing it has going for it is that Chucky himself is terrifying. They're trying to make him look like a cute doll for kids and for families. And when he is trying to smile and when he has those red eyes. Or even when... It, you know, he's holding a knife or a hammer. Like, it's just terrifying. It's it's literally terrifying. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I have to see the original to really compare it. Because I want to think that the original has better setups for truly being scary. I think that the... I think that their original is going to have a better build-up. This, I think they went to the extreme on the blood. And for some people that works, but it doesn't really work for me. The only other thing that I thought was really weird with this movie is... When it came out, 
I remember the weird thing about the trailer was that it was not coming out around Halloween. I think it was coming out in the summer. And that just baffled me. Like, why on earth are you having this movie come out at such a random time? You could just push it a couple months and... You know, this is the time frame that it was made for. Um, Let me think. And besides that, like, I mean... The character development is just... Non-existent. Like, for both of these movies. And... I think for a scary movie to be successful, you need to have us like some of the characters because if that doesn't happen, we just want everybody to die. And then we're like, and that's the only way that we're satisfied. So hopefully there will be better horror movies, Halloween movies, scary movies along the way. And this has been episode 5 of Le VOTP.